This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It is my third favorite month of the year. Okay, of course, the first is April. It's Autism Awareness Month. I get to go out and talk to people and create acceptance for kids like mine who are on the spectrum um, and try to initiate programs that will um, motivate and inspire people who um, are in positions of power to help people with autism. And then, of course, I love Black History Month. Of course, that's in February. It's my favorite time to draw strength from people like Rosa Parks and Fannie Lou Hamer and Mary McLeod Bethune, great African-American women who helped build this nation into what it is today, right? And then my third favorite month is Black Business Month. Now, this just moved up in the ranks for me because I just became a business owner. And so I wanted to do something to celebrate black women in business. Oftentimes, African-American women are overlooked in our society, invisible. Even though we're doing a lot of the work, we don't get a lot of the credit. And so I I remember being in my bed, 5 o'clock in the morning, on Tuesday, the first day of Black Business Month. And I thought, okay, what am I going to do to just blow it up? I mean, it's just I need to do something like really big and grand that's just going to be bananas and blow everybody away. And so I prayed about it, and I felt in my spirit like God was telling me to go find five African-American-owned businesses that are owned by women, fierce female entrepreneurs, and bless them with $1,000 each and do it in such a way that they would get publicity. So I went and got the big check. I got the flowers. It was like Ed McMahon Prize Patrol, right? I'm running around town, and I don't, I don't know these women. Somebody was like, how did you pick the women? I didn't know them. One of them, I had to just run in there and say, who's the owner? What's her name? Where is she? Um, I, I was really moving by the spirit. And um, the folks, you know, local TV, radio, whatever, whoever, they all follow me. And so someone at Care 11 said, hey, I'm following you on Twitter. Um, I see that you just left Latunji's Palette. Where are you going next? And I said, well, I'm headed over to Flavor Cafe, and I don't know the owner there, but I want to give her something, um, and, and I'm going to bless her. And so they said, we're going to meet you there. And so they followed me in and surprised the owner, and she was just so happy and so grateful for um, what I did for her. But then the next day, what was even better is that at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the place was packed. And everybody in there was like, hey, you're the lady I saw on Care 11. I saw you guys. I, I, I saw the story and I wanted to come in here and support. I didn't even know this place was here. 
And she said, we've never been this busy. At two, There was nowhere to sit. So many people who wanted to support black-owned businesses for Black Business Month were just looking for somebody to talk to, looking for an opportunity to get there and buy a cup of coffee and get something to eat and sit down and, and use the Wi-Fi and, you know, make connections and then come back and do it all over again. And somebody tapped me on the shoulder. And they said, Shaletta, you know, you, you highlighted these five women that you gave $1,000 to a piece, and we know you got some stuff planned for next week, but what do you got coming up, and, and how can I support? So I said, I tell you what, I'm going to get Nancy Corsa uh, on my show because I believe she has a network of black-owned businesses right here in town. I believe she has a website of some kind. And so that way, when you're looking for a black business to support for Black Business Month, Nancy can tell you where to go, how to find them based on whatever you're looking for. So if you need a restaurant, a seamstress, somebody to do your printing, um, you know, she has uh, the 411 and the inside scoop on all of it. And so she is joining me now on the Shaletta Show, courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Miss Nancy, thank you so much for being here. Good morning, Shaletta. How are you? Thank Girl, you for having me. <laughs> I am so excited for Black Business Month, and I'm so excited about the work that you do for small black businesses. Now, for folks who are just finding out about you, just hearing your name for the first time, because this is your Shaletta Show debut, tell us who you are and what you do and all about BBE. Oh, absolutely. And again, thank you, Shaletta, for Paving the way and also bringing all of us along with you. Uh, so, and, you know, creating space at tables for us. And we just love you and really appreciate you for that. So I'm Nancy Corsa, I'm the founder of Black Business Enterprises, uh, which is a, a um, an organization that helps Black-owned businesses find resources and find each other, most importantly. You know, uh, after the murder of George Floyd, and everything that happened in 2020, you know, we had been around for over five years before that, but no one cared about what we did. Um, but then people suddenly woke up and said, you know what, I do want to keep the money in our community. I want to circulate it longer. So I decided to create the largest Black-owned directory uh, that you could find, uh, because most often than not, people said, oh, I want to support, but I don't know where. We're out here, <laughs> and we're out here in numbers. So I wanted to put as many people as possible in one place, and that directory can be found right on blackbusinessenterprises.org, and uh, you can find uh, black-owned businesses from 22 states. We're still adding. It's going to take probably a couple of years to really have a, all of us in there, uh, and of course, we're we're still growing and ranking every day. Um, black-owned businesses are growing. We're adding on. So uh, stay tuned. Um, with Black with Black Business Enterprises, we also offer financial literacy, technology support. So we've given away over 3,000 laptops to date. And we also offer one-on-one support, workshops, seminars, anything that they need to help them elevate. Uh, the very last example, um, the Open Fund uh, grant, everybody was so scared to apply to it. So I decided to create an event around it and had over 80 people in the room and we all applied together step by step. I just want to remove that fear and those barriers that sometimes um, 
feel like are taller than they are and be able to offer a hand and just a support system uh, for anyone that needs it and that is starting a business. Because as you know, it's not for the for the weak of heart. It's, it's business is hard. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> really and, hard. and you've made it so much easier uh, with Black Business Enterprise, uh, your website, your organization, um, as people are out and about this August for Black Business Month. I want to make sure and encourage them to go to Black Business Enterprises with an ES on the end.org. And right at the top of the page, you'll find the directory. And, and they have different cities, and Minnesota is one of them. You've made it very easy. Click on that link, and there are 527 businesses listed from, uh, uh, you know, so many different genres. We've got uh, Leela's Virtue Lounge. Uh, we've got Hill, uh, Minneapolis. We've got lawyers. Uh, F. Clifton Tyler is on here. Uh, Ezra Self-Care, Health and Beauty is on here. So if there's anything that you need, there's accounting services, there's printing services. Uh, the Pimento Jamaican Chicken and Rum Bar is on here. Nancy and her team have curated an amazing list for you to get out here and support black businesses. Now, Nancy, I got to take a quick commercial break, but I want to keep you around because when we come back, I want to talk more with you about the challenges black business owners face in the Twin Cities and what the people who are listening to this show can do to help. More with Nancy when we come back. I don't know how Steve Simpson does it. Okay, I I just went to the newsroom. I rifled through his desk because he goes to concerts, late night concerts, and then he comes in and anchors the morning news. I don't know how he does that. I'm going to see if I can get him on the show to tell me where this magic pill is. Because I was at the Earth, Wind, and Fire Lionel Richie concert last night with my friends uh, 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 Terry and and Carrie. And uh, I crawled in here today. Okay, I'm in here for y'all. I'm in here for you, Tom. I'm in here for you, Linnea. I'm in here for you, Brenda. Okay, I, I'm in here for you, Tracy. I, I'm in here for y'all because it, it. I don't. I don't know how Steve Simpson does this, and he does it with ease. But I've got cough drops. I got hot tea. I got honey. I need uh, somebody to fan me because I'm having hot flashes, and I might just take a nap when the uh, national news comes on. See if I can give me a three minute cat nap because this coming in after a concert. I haven't done this since I was thirty. Mm-hmm. This is new to my body, and my body is letting me know that it doesn't like it. So I, I'm going to either get see Steve Simpson on the phone, or I'm going to get in his desk and find that I went to a concert last night, but I got to go to work the next day, pill, and take two of them, and then I'm going to call y'all in the morning because your girl is working overtime to do this show. Um, And welcome back to the Shaletta Show. We have been talking to Nancy Corsa with BB. E. Uh, it is blackbusinessenterprises.org based right here in the Twin Cities. And I tell you, um, other cities don't have a resource like this, right? They'll put up a website with some businesses on there and you go and half of them uh, have closed down, right? And it's just a list. Um, you go on there, there's a contact us button. It doesn't work. Not Nancy's site. Mm-mm. It's updated. It's updated. The contact us button works. 
There's resources. There's workshops. There's events coming up. There's partnerships um, that you can make with other African-American-owned businesses. Uh, there's so much on this site, uh, so much that you are doing, Nancy. And, and you know, it, it, during the break, I got text messages from people who say, Shaletta, I want to do more. I've already gone to the couple of businesses that you highlighted in that CARE 11 story. But, you know, where else can I go? Somebody sent me a note the other day and said, you know, I, I got a, a, a black printer that I need to get because I got a big print job and I, I want to spread this wealth around. Um, and, and these are my allies and, and the allies are listening to this show. So Nancy, what can they do to help black business owners, especially for black business month? My goodness. I I'm so grateful that there's so many people that are willing to help. Uh, so for the print job, please reach out to Dr. Marketing Sign. What, what you can do this month to help is what you should be doing every month, which is, really diversifying your vendors, right? Give that chance to the small black-owned business. Go on our website, find someone there, or reach out to us. If you can't find someone or you want us to match you with someone, if you go under initiatives, you will actually find our chapters. We are in 48 states and 32 countries. You find a chapter, you drop in your question, hey, I need a black florist. I need a black funeral director or something. I need a... Uh, Black Santa, whatever it may be, we can connect you to it. You just have to reach out. And the fact that we have so many people wanting to do that, it gives me joy. Please continue to do that because it is going to continue to help our community grow and completely overturn what's happening, uh, what's historically happened in our world these days. And I know all together we can. So thank you, Shaletta, for continuously sharing about us. Also, please consider becoming a donor, a monthly donor of Black Business Enterprises or sponsor a business. They get a laptop, they get resources, marketing, and a lot more. And we also do need volunteers to help us spread the word about Black-owned businesses. And you can find all that information on Nancy's website, Black org. Remember, enterprises is plural, dot org. You know, Nancy, it, it, it's sad, but still, in 2023, in the year of our Lord, we still have to fight. Yeah. Um, I was on the phone with a, a company on Friday, and I said, listen, y'all got one week to make this right. It is Black mm business month and y'all are sitting up here and you are not partnering with black businesses you have Mm -hmm. a dei director and all he's doing is putting out blog posts about cinco de mayo okay y'all talking Mm. about tacos okay you got a whole dei director a whole dei team and guess what they're doing uh putting bogus statements on your company's website about Mm -hmm. how committed they are to working with black-owned businesses. And they are not, and nothing is happening. So I put them on notice this morning, Nancy. I said, you got one week to make it right, and then I'm coming for you. Because if somebody doesn't shine a light, somebody doesn't sound Mm -hmm. the alarm, it will be business as usual, and black businesses will go out of business, which is why I had to call out Target, which is why I had to call out General Mills, which is why I had to call out the politicians, because if we don't say something, they can't keep continuing to make money from black consumers and not support black companies. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't agree more. And thank you for calling, Mark, because I know that takes a lot of uh, (laughs) backbone and bravery. Uh, But you're right. A lot of a, a lot of times it is 
kind of a show. They may put up a post and nothing is happening in the background. I, I want to put people off the task and say, okay, I saw your post. Now, what are we going to do about that? <laughs> See you nice with them, Nancy. I be kicking the door in. I'm standing at their car when they I'll get off from work. <laughs> Look, I keep a bail fund at the house because as a black business owner, I know that they have those funds sitting there. They've made mm-hmm. statements. They've earmarked that money saying it's going to go to black businesses. And then at the end of the year, when they haven't spent it or done anything with it, it goes back to the company. And then they said, well, nobody applied for it. Yes, we did, but you didn't return our calls. And see, that's the thing that frustrates me the most as a black business owner is when I'm emailing the companies after they said, we've got this new initiative, we've got this new program, we've got all these things that we've got planned, and you read these DEI statements and you think, oh, my God, this company is an ally to our community. They are really committed. And then you call and nothing is done. Nothing. 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 And that's why I demand that they show and – I will only support uh, people that actually show up. Uh, we've had a few sponsors that actually will show, will bring volunteers, will come and stay there for 12 hours, will help me clean up my space uh, for a business shower, you know, will buy things for people, businesses that are opening. That's what real allyship is. It's not even just all about the money. Is can you also show up consistently without me begging you? Because yeah. what we're not doing in 2023 is begging. No, I'm you threatening. Know, this is an yeah. opportunity Mm-mm. to partner with us. Yeah. So uh, very disheartening sometimes, but I'm glad that there's uh, people speaking up. And also uh, there are plenty of companies that are also holding up their bargain. Yes, like they are. Comcast, yes, they are. Media Bridge, Advertising. Bremer Bank. Amazing. Yes, yes. Bremer Bank. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So keep calling them out. Oh, we, I will. We definitely need it. I will. And and that's the thing that I, I'm, I'm looking even around my own house as a black mm-hmm. business owner. And I'm like, okay, I have Thrivent Life Insurance. Um, I am paying them a fee every month for life insurance. Let me call them because if I'm supporting them, they need to be supporting me. I'm looking around at my house. I got Comcast. Okay. If I'm supporting Comcast, Comcast needs to be, if I'm getting XL energy, XL energy needs to be getting me long gone are the days where these big time companies will get an opportunity to take our money. Um, and, and then put a black person in their commercial. Who's an actor. Um, air that and and spend money on those ad dollars and then not support black media or black suppliers or black businesses right here in town. Those days are done. And and I'm sorry if I got to be the angry black woman, if that's what y'all want to call me, that's fine. But one thing I won't be is the broke black woman. That's what I won't be. I might be the angry black woman, but I'm not going to be a business owner who sits here while you benefit from black consumers and not call your name out, not call your DEI person, not call your vice president of marketing and say, how are you reaching out to black consumers? Especially if it's somebody, my son getting ready to buy a car now, Nancy. He is getting ready to buy a car. And I'm like, okay, who, who's doing business with me? Because that's who mm-hmm. I'm doing business with. You're not going to get this ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 out of my pocket. And then you don't run any commercials on my podcast network. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just not I'm just not going I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm not I'm not going to be hungry while you eat. We're going to both eat. Either we're going to both eat mm-hmm. or I'm I'm not eating at your table. That's how it's going. Well, we vote with our dollars, right, Shaletta? So that's exactly what we do. It's it, we're voting for companies that we're supporting all with our dollars. That's why we have to really think twice when we are spending that money. So everybody needs to uh think just like you and remember that. 
you know, we, we're still spending money with corporations that turn a blind eye to racism. So it's very important that that, that same thought, that same action that you're taking, everyone else remembers how we felt in 2020 and keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't let it die down. We're still in a war. So we have to continue. You know, I have to give a big shout out to Stearns Bank because I, I called them out and they immediately came out, showed up. Uh, donated to the twin, to the Hair Expo, donated to our Financial Literacy Expo, and they said, we're going to show up to everything. We need more of that. So I'm going to spend my money with them because not only do they show up, they also throw in dollars at us. Yeah, nonstop. yeah. Yeah, coming. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I think that more of us need to be brave enough because th- that was my experience as well. When I called out Comcast, not Comcast, when I called out, because Comcast was always down, uh, when I They're called out there. Target and General Mills, they said, okay, you know what? Let, let's, let's fix this. Let's get it together. Let's make it right. Uh, what do we need to do? Um, and, and, and so we work together and now I'm hosting events for them. I'm all up in their face and, and we have a real relationship. But somebody has to say something to, that, that, that lets them know we are watching, we are looking. Mm-hmm. It can't be business as usual. Um, we're not going to allow it. And, and we're going to either fix this thing or we're going to know um, where your loyalty really lies. And that's, yeah. and that's to getting our money and not making an investment. And those days are over. Nancy Corsa, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show, for everything you do for black business owners so that we don't just – survive uh you make sure that we thrive god bless you thank you Shaletta. <laughs> all right now y'all don't go anywhere um my friend deborah watts is coming to talk about the legacy of her cousin emmett till and an amazing and historic event to honor him next this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. If you look up, don't give up in the dictionary, this woman's face comes up. Uh, She gives me so much inspiration and she gives me so much motivation just watching her never giving up. 
watching her not quitting, watching her pushing until she sees the breakthrough that she needs. And when I say this woman has been pushing up against brick walls and making bricks move out of her way, the faith that this woman has takes me to another level. Um, And and what just happened for her family and their legacy um, is historic. And so I wanted her to tell me all about it because it's one thing to read the story and see the pictures. It's another thing to hear it from the person who made it happen. Deborah Watts with the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation is joining me now, courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. And Deborah, I just, I, I, I remember the first time I met you, and I remember you telling me, and Shaletta, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to have a movie, and we're going to document Emmett Till's life, and we're going to let the world know because it's not being taught in history books. And then and then we're going to do a monument, and then we're going to have a day, and we're going to – and I was like, they're not going to do this. We are living in the United States of America. And you was like, I'm not giving up, Shaletta. This is what I want for my cousin's legacy. His mother fought for this. I'm going to continue this fight, and I'm not going to let up. And you pushed and pressed and tell everybody what happened last week. Uh, First of all, uh, Shaletta, thank you for having me, and thank you for always being interested and including me and our family's voice uh, and our our fight (laughs) along this journey, because not everyone wants to hear it, right? Not everyone wants to know it, and not everyone wants to share it. So I just appreciate you and WCCO and all of the other platforms that you use for allowing us to, you know, share our struggle, our pain, and some of our triumphs. So thank you. Oh, um, girl, yes. And, and it's, so, yes. it's so good to see. It's so good to see the breakthrough. It's so good to see when it happens to feel like, you know, even a small part that, that we've been along for the journey. Now, go back to tell everybody what happened last week before I bust, because otherwise I'm going to tell it. <laughs> And you can, as you can probably tell, my voice is gone <laughs> from just talking to so many people, and, and it's a blessing that we have that opportunity. But uh, last week, uh, the President of the United States, President Biden, along with our Vice President, um, uh, made an announcement, and that announcement was that they were um, preparing to introduce and to sign a proclamation And in that proclamation, it was to identify and to establish uh, for history uh, monuments of of existing, actually, actual existing sites and and perhaps others that would be um, uh, a monument to the struggle, the pain, um, and, excuse me, the story of Emmett Till and his mother, Mamie Till Mobley, my cousin. And that was on the birth date, which would have been the 82nd birth date of Emmett Till had he not been lynched at age 14 in 1955. So on his birth date, uh, the president and uh, the vice president uh, read and, and signed into, into our, our existence and, you know, for, forever, these monuments. There are three locations, uh, one in Chicago, Robert. Temple, uh, Church of God in Christ, and then the area where they, uh, where it is, um, I guess, known and and I guess um, suspected where his body was pulled from, and that was the uh, Gray Ball Landing, and then um, 
also the courthouse in Sumner, Mississippi, mm-hmm. where uh, they acquitted uh, the murders, where the actual trial was held in 1955. Oh, my That's what happened last week. Oh, my goodness. And, and I, I just, I want to cry. How long has it taken you to get there to that point? Well, you know, I'll tell you, it takes a village to make these things happen. I certainly can't stand here and say it was all on our shoulders. But I'll tell you, there are a lot of people that were involved in in pushing this. Uh, There were some that were uh, more recently more successful in in involving the federal government. Uh, But this happened some time ago where, you know, we wanted, first of all, to memorialize Mm-hmm. all of the locations that were a part of, of, of Emmett's fateful journey. And we have been going to those places in the Delta area in Mississippi for years, actually since uh, 2005 when we started the foundation, the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation. But, it, you know, but uh, the filmmaker Keith Beauchamp, along with uh, uh, Congressman Benny, Benny Thompson, um, there were others uh, that were a part of at least identifying the important locations. And then there were other organizations over the past couple of years that got more um, intimately involved uh, that were successful in making this happen. So, it, 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 you know, it takes a community. It takes uh, the combination of, of community, family, uh, government, and, and all of those that, you know, from a historical perspective, the uh, Park Service, along with the uh, Historical Preservation uh, Group of the Department of Interior, you know, to make this happen. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> the shoulders are, are broad, but I'll tell you, the, the intent has been going on since Mamie Till Mobley opened that casket to show the world the brutality, the hate, and what... Um, happened to her only child at age 14. That's what woke up, I think, America, woke up the world. And it told many of us we need to do something. And so as a culmination of all of that, uh, that's just one of the areas of triumph that we have. Now, certainly, justice is one thing that Mamie always wanted. Uh, Monuments, I think she would have rather had justice versus a monument, but mm-hmm. on this journey towards towards justice, accountability, and truth, this certainly helps us to move that story, the raw story, the truth, and a narrative around dr- justice, truth, and accountability forward. So well, we're excited about I am so excited, and I'm getting a couple of text messages from people who want to know how they can be a part of the movement. Give folks your website and contact information before you go. <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, EmmettHillLegacyFoundation.com. We are there. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Emmett Hill on on Instagram, I'm sorry, on uh, Twitter, at Emmett Hill Legacy Foundation on Facebook and Instagram. We're also on um, LinkedIn. We're also on LinkedIn. We, um, right now, what, what people can do is to, Help us tell the story. Invite us. Invite us to share the movie mm-hmm. still because yeah. we do have a, an opportunity to talk about it. Also, join us August 25th through the 27th 
and 28th, we will be in Mississippi. We will be showing the document or the film, uh, the Till movie, and we'll be going from Jackson, Mississippi to the Delta area on that fateful journey. We'll be taking a bus there with students and others, uh, leaders and uh, folks that are involved civically, um, along with some folks running for president and uh, one of the act, one or two of the actors will be with us in the movie, uh, along with students to actually hear, see, touch, feel mm-hmm. those areas uh, that Emmett um, unfortunately experienced back then. And then we'll be going to additional sites like in Glendora, uh, the barn uh, area, the Sheridan Plantation where they lynched Emmett. We'll be also going to the place where they got the 75-pound cotton gin fan in Glendora, Mississippi, and and other areas, too. So they can join us. They can uh, be a part of wearing black and white on on the 28th, which was the which would be the 68th anniversary of Emmett's lynching. We ask people to wear black and white, pause for a moment of silence at 12 noon, and then say his name and all of the other unfortunate men and women who've lost their lives to violence, to hatred, white supremacy, and bigotry in this country. Well, so, and then if, if you want to donate or follow, <laughs> you know, we are always open, you mm-hmm. know, for folks that want to provide resources, whether they're financial resources or in-kind resources, for us to make all the things happen that we have been trying to push up this hill to make happen for the past uh, few years since um, Mamie Till Mobley's, uh, her death, her her ascension, you know, with her wings, uh, we've been trying to carry this load and push this forward uh, for her and on behalf of Emmett Till. Well, your family must be very, very proud of you for the work that you are doing. I, I know it is inspiring and I see the changes that it's making and, and it, it just warms my heart. And I'm so happy that you took a moment of your time this morning to be with us. Uh, Deborah Watts with the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation, all the work that you are doing. Uh, God bless you so much. You're making things better and safer for my three sons. And I just can't thank you enough. Oh, thank you, Shaletta. And you you all have a wonderful day. Thank you. All right, y'all stick around. We'll be back. You know, my son, Brandon, turned 11 years old uh, just this past week, and we celebrated with Ninja Turtle cake and decorations. Um, It was a big milestone for him because he is uh, very shy and reserved because of his autism. He has trouble um, walking up to uh, new people and making friends. So um, we've always tried to get him to have a party, and he never wanted to be around that many people. He was one of those kids who thrived uh, during COVID because he enjoyed not being in the classroom with a, a lot of people. Um, and, and so going back to school was difficult for him. Um, but he has just uh, been so blessed because um, he, he's getting so much better along his autism journey. And so this week he said, well, mom, I, I want to um, go to the neighbors and invite the kids to come and have cake with me. And and it's, it's we just so happen to live next to a, a house with young boys who are 10 and 11 and 12. Across the street is, is 12 and 13. Down the street is, is 10 and 9. And, and in the backyard, uh, uh, you know, they've got a couple of little girls, and they're like 6 and 
and, and two or three years old. And, and so uh, he went by himself and rounded up the kids. And they sat in the backyard, and we cut up the Ninja Turtle cake, and we sang happy birthday, and he blew out his candles. And, and I was standing on the deck looking down at him, and, and I just thought, how far he's come. What a blessing it is that this child who could not talk, uh, who I didn't ever think would be potty trained, uh, who couldn't give me any eye contact, who couldn't follow simple commands, who when uh, they tested him at the University of Minnesota Voyager Autism Center uh, and and they asked him to touch his tummy, he couldn't because he didn't understand what it was and didn't know where it it was actually. Uh, I thought this is it. He's never going to get married. He's never going to college. He's never going to live out the dreams that I have for his life. But thank God with some good therapy and, and some prayer and, and some good teachers, uh, he is doing so well on his journey. And that uh, birthday party this week when he turned 11 was a reminder from God to me that things can and will get better and not to lose hope. And I'm going to have to um, rely on my faith because it is hard not to lose hope in this world. You know, and you don't have to go looking outside in in other states or other countries right here. In St. Paul, police are investigating the fatal shooting of a 12-year-old boy. Early this morning, he was brought to regions uh, where he later died. I got an 11-year-old. This boy is 12. Just before 5 o'clock, police were called to the 200 block of Stinson Street on a report of a young boy who had been shot. When they got there, they found a 12-year-old boy suffering from a gunshot wound. They rushed the child to the hospital, but he later died. My child is 11. This child is 12. He is gone. How do we have hope after this? How do we, what do we do? When a 12-year-old boy, that's, that's seventh grade, he hadn't gone to the prom, he hadn't gone to, Graduated from high school, gone off to college, married his love, had children, produced grandchildren. He's 12. You don't get a lifeline. You don't get to phone a friend when the 12-year-old child is shot and is dead. You know, so so they, you know, secure the scene. Um, they'll identify uh, the young boy later. Um, I have to wait before I say his name. Um, I know his name because I'm in community, um, and they're going to determine the exact cause of death. I believe I already know, but I can't say that. But what I can say is my heart is heavy. And y'all know I'm not a Debbie Downer. I want to make sure that people um, have joy. You know, my, my the name of my company is Shaletta Makes Me Laugh. It is not Shaletta Makes Me Cry. But after this, what do we do? How do we comfort that family and that community? This boy's got classmates that are going to need counseling. He's got teachers who are going to be hurting. His mama and daddy 
his siblings, his cousins, his uncles and aunts, his grandparents. They're going to need the support of our community. And so how do we show up for them? What do we do? How do we help? You know? I'm, you know, putting a call into the family to see if they need help with funeral expenses. Because they shouldn't have to grieve and try to figure out how they're going to bury their child. That That's not something that they should have to worry about right now. Because this child is 12. I don't know about y'all, but I don't have life insurance on my 12-year-old, my my 10-year-old, my 11-year-old, my 8-year-old, not even on my 17-year-old, right? Because it's just not something you expect to do as a parent, to bury your child. And and, and it made me think um, this morning um, when I I got the the call about it, I, I had left my house and I don't even know if I kissed my kids goodbye. Right? I had two sons sitting on the sofa, Brandon, the birthday boy I was just talking about, Daniel, the nine-year-old. I didn't even kiss him, kiss him and tell him bye. Andrew went off to work this morning at Jimmy John's. He said, bye, Mom. I was washing dishes trying to get down here to the radio station. I don't even know if I turned my head to say bye to him. I surely didn't hug him, but I don't even know if I looked at him. So now what this does is is it makes me remember to be intentional about loving my kids, about putting my hand on their back and rubbing it, about kissing them, about hugging them. It makes me intentional about when I take a break, really break and give my kids the love and attention that they deserve, carving out some extra time because I ain't that busy. We can't be too busy for our children and the children in our community. Now, don't go anywhere. We've got two more hours of the Shaletta show during the break. I'm going in here to Steve Simpson's desk because he surely has some get you through the day after you've been to a concert all night pill. And I'm going to find it. We'll be back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 